Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Monday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We'll take you all the way up through the end of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific right here on Fox Sports Radio. Obviously the big news in the NFL over the weekend, uh, the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes have wrapped up the Cleveland Browns get it done. The Browns uh, have a brand new quarterback into Sean Watson. They get a trade done on Friday after we were hearing reports that uh, uh, the Browns were considered out of it. But uh, as it stands, uh, the uh, three first round picks over the next three years, uh, 2022, 23, and 24. Uh, and then uh, Cleveland, uh, go ahead, they go ahead and sign him to a five-year, $230 million guaranteed contract. So Deshaun Watson is now a member of the uh, A AFC North uh, in competition with Joe Burrow for the uh, best quarterback in that division. Uh, obviously, uh, you've got Lamar Jackson still there, but a loaded AFC uh, continues to churn out storyline after storyline this offseason. What do you so, do with Matt Ryan? Like today, four four p.m. Like that's that's quite the dilemma, right? What is seven seven point five? If roster bonus, if he's on yeah. the roster at four p.m. today. Is that West Coast or East Coast time? Which uh, one is 4 p.m. Eastern. Is it going to be Eastern? Yeah. Um, well, so, so it's early today. Then it's, it's, it's one one p.m. Right? One p.m. Yeah, we're Pacific. At. They got it. They got to make a decision. Ten a.m. in Hawaii. How about it? <laughs> if he was in Hawaii. Yeah. He know what, yeah, what his fate is. Yeah. You're getting off that surfboard. Next thing you know, Matt <laughs> like, Ryan's being dealt. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, there's there's some uh, speculation that uh, they're going to have to maybe uh, sweeten the pot a little bit. Uh, just uh, you know, listen, we apologize. Uh, we were you know poking the you know seeing what was out there with Deshaun Watson. Uh, you know, we, we'd love to have you back and maybe uh, you know kind of do something different. There was a report over the weekend that said I think it was Lance Zerline who said that. Uh, you know, Matt Ryan wants like uh, wants like a new deal. You know, in order to make this work, so it just feels well, like why it, not? Yeah, I mean, I mean, why not? He, uh, you know, Baker is kind of the only one that we've heard come out in the public and have something to say once a team courted, uh, courted Deshaun Watson. I mean, we didn't yeah. hear anything out of Carolina. We didn't hear anything out of Atlanta. You know, so I found that to be pretty interesting. I mean, if anybody would have the right to be able to say, "Huh, I'm offended." Matt Ryan. It would be Matt Ryan out of all <laughs> that, of them. That, that's not his personality, though. And I, I think the other thing about I, I Matt Ryan it. is he's made two hundred million. How, how much has he made in his career from the Atlanta Falcons? Oh, I, I, I want to say it's around like two hundred million. It's north of one hundred and fifty. I know that much. So it's a little different in the sense that this team has invested in him and paid him a boatload over the course of a great career. I, I don't know that you know he feels maybe as offended you know I, I think to some degree he gets it he hears what's being said out around him and 
how the past few years have gone. I mean, they've the bottom line is they've been on a, on a decline since their Super Bowl year, since yeah, they won MVP. They have. So it's a bit more understandable when you've already made all that money and you're looking at what's around you going, all right, I, I may not be the biggest problem here, but I, I don't know that I've necessarily been the solution either. You know, as you stripped away what's been around him, you started to see that game deteriorate. And he's the style and type of player that needs more help out around him in order to be successful. You know, Watson, because of his ability to run and move and buy time, he helps make it easier uh, to go on a team that's not quite as good to make them competitive. He did that in Houston, with the exception of maybe his, his last year. But, you know, even then he still, what, led the league in passing yards, you know, that year. I did, uh, by the way, uh, and, and Brady, you're going to have to, you are much better at this contract stuff than me, but I, I can't believe that this is true, although maybe I shouldn't be as surprised. So go ahead and guess, what do you think uh, Matt Ryan's career earnings are? Uh, this is obviously uh, before um, taxes and all the other things that he go along with 250. it. He said 250. No, I said he's it's over 150, probably at 200. Okay. Two. Oh, I'm gosh. showing $267 million. Yeah. I mean, you forget he's been in the league for 14 years. I know. Like that, I didn't realize he had made that much money. <laughs> My so, God. I mean, <laughs> here comes the question. If you're, if you're Atlanta, I mean, wouldn't you rather give uh, up a decent draft pick to, to get him, if you're going to move on, to get him off your books and go in a different direction? I mean, Before I feel like, today. I mean, before 4 p.m. Yeah, well, you, you can potentially you can do that, but the reality is, you know, you're gonna you're gonna have to probably pay a portion of it one way or another, Not right? If you, you cut them, well, well, if you cut them, you've got a huge dead it's cap. A, it's a roster bonus. Well, but you've got a huge, huge hit on your dead cap for this year. So I, I don't think that's what you want to do. I, I think you're either looking at keeping him and drafting someone who's going to eventually replace him. Or you want to try to move on from him and realize you're going to have to pay a portion of it in order to make it work. But, I mean, if you cut him, I, I believe his dead cap hit this year would be $40 million. That's yeah, pretty it's, high. It's a lot. Yeah, that's, as, yeah, that's I think, high. as big as it gets. Then there's no reason. To, I don't even know why they're reporting about his, his well, <laughs> signing bonus then. Because this is one of the – $40 million. <laughs> This is yeah, this is one of the uh, uh, I guess the the <laughs> conversations Ryan, coming off. Matt Ryan is is enjoying Hawaii. And Matt Ryan is is enjoying massages. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, overlooking the the the, 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 the ocean. <laughs> yeah, he's good. <laughs> he's good. Uh, <laughs> he's really good. Two hundred and sixty-seven million. My God. Uh, but uh, so this is one of the things, though. It is interesting. This is why I always liked Jimmy Garoppolo. Here's why. So Baker Mayfield's upset, and and we get it. The Browns went out, and we're trying to court somebody else. Uh, maybe Matt Ryan's a little <laughs> pissed off. They do it. They do uh, Garoppolo every year. Every year, like every yeah. year, there's reports about, and, and they're on it. Like uh, John Lynch and uh, and Kyle Shanahan. I remember John Lynch even said, "Yeah, you know, we asked about Tom Brady. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we asked about like the, every year, and you never hear Garoppolo you know say what a makes peep. Me curious. Never you, says anything. I'm curious to see." If it does, in fact, turn into – well, no, no matter what it is, if it's a trade, if it's waivers, if he clears waivers and is signed as, as a true free agent, I'm curious to see what they pay Baker Mayfield, especially if it's if it's a trade because they don't have to necessarily take – 
take the contract that he has and keep him on the fifth year. They could redo the deal. So it'll be interesting to see. Do they see the value in him to give him a deal? Or do they see the value in him to say, we'll take this 15 for the year and we'll negotiate as we see fit during the course of the season? And quite frankly, if he gets if he were to get released, what would they, you know, where does that number start? Do you start at that 15 million number or do you go below that number? Like where does the value lie with Baker Mayfield That's the today? floor. That the floor is, is that is 15 is the fifth the year floor? option. Is that the well, floor? 18. Not he, he makes, free agency. Yeah, he he makes 18 this year. I I, I think that's that's the tough conversation he's got to be having with his agent. Is you know teams might be inquiring about him and they'll work with the team, they'll work with the Browns and they'll work in conjunction with his agent. And his agent might say, well, you know, we don't want to go there if you're not going to assign us to an extension or this is the numbers we were talking about with Cleveland and they didn't want to do it or however you're going to handle those conversations. The route, he's, he's in a tough spot. Um, if, he, if he gets released, he wants to sign a probably a one-year prove-it deal, a knowing him, so he can capitalize on it after the year, which he ended up might making less than what he was going to make on his fifth-year option. But – you know, he, he might just get traded for and ends up playing for that one year under what he currently has. But I would imagine that would be to an NFC team. Like Seattle, for example, would make a lot of sense in this scenario. I just I think he's in a tough spot because he he's the type of player who's uber competitive and he wants to get paid what he thinks is worth and he thinks he's worth more, he's better or, or worth more than Deshaun Watson. I can promise you he thinks that. Yeah. Every NFL quarterback thinks that about themselves. Am I crazy? I just don't think like people are sort of uh, laughing at Baker Mayfield almost and saying, oh, you know, good riddance, this and that. And the Browns are happy because they upgraded. And Deshaun Watson is an upgrade over Baker Mayfield. I, I, I don't think he's that bad. I really don't think Baker Mayfield's a bad quarterback. I'm, I'm sorry. I know that last year was a disappointing year. We've talked about the injuries, and, and you know they were not the same team they were the year before. He didn't play great um, at times last season, uh, going th- even before the injuries started and all that. I just don't think he's as bad as a lot of people are portraying him. It just feels like whatever it is about his personality, some people don't like. They've carried that with him, but I think you put him in, in, in a spot he can win games and Baker Mayfield pissed off with something to prove I think is a fun quarterback to watch so I, I just I, I don't buy the uh, the slander on Baker Mayfield just a little bit insulting got to be honest with you Sticks a little insulting there <laughs> All right. it's your guy are you the one that's insulted I, I'm, I'm confused it's yeah it's uh, it's insulting to see uh, you know go, a guy like that it, Baker Mayfield number I, one pick it, uh, the, you know thrown under the bus it's you want terrible. me to take everyone behind the scenes why yeah. Jonas is offended why is that? because he is a huge huge fan of the crotch grab which also baker mayfield is so anytime he wants to prove a point he'll just grab his crotch that's what jonas does well listen so, that is uh that's he is he is in defense of baker mayfield who's used that a number of times so, to his so, opponents so what you're saying is they're they're getting rid of a Oh God, I didn't want to go there. Uh, I, I knew exactly. Uh, 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 oh right, man, okay, right. yeah. And you're getting well, yeah, rid of one grabbing that, that himself. It's, yeah. it's different that yeah. And you're it's bringing in one somebody else. else. Yeah. Hey, you know uh, what? Uh, 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 the uh, fact uh, that we are uh, on the same uh, page. Uh, uh, <laughs> 
It's kind of. It's, it's kind of too like the, soon. Is it it's too kind of like the stranger. It's kind of like too the soon. All right, yeah. all right. So you we pay, pay way <laughs> more so that they can pay for that way more. Oh man, I, I, you pay I, way less when they do it themselves. I, is what you're saying. I was okay, wondering right. if we were all in the same right. car on that together. So there it is, and that'll uh, conclude our coverage of the uh, <laughs> Cleveland Browns uh, quarterback swap oh, for uh, 2022. Now it all makes sense. Uh, all right, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover exceptionally common sense. All right, so uh, we've got somebody in the NFL who got paid and then we've got somebody else in the nfl who may have chose a destination for other reasons than just football we'll have that for you right here at fox sports radio fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live hey this is jason mcintyre join me every weekday morning on my podcast Straight fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. About this. Little sound garden, huh? <laughs> Start your Monday. Um, all right. <laughs> Coming up. Uh, <laughs> This is uh, dumb. All right. Later on in the hour, we're going to have another edition of the uh, BQ News uh, after a weekend. Uh, who knows what sort of uh, goodness Brady Quinn has lined up for us. It'll probably get us fired here before the show goes off the air. So that'll be uh, an enjoyable conversation here uh, later on this hour here on FSR. Hey, how about, uh, you know, uh, Matt Stafford, huh? Getting uh, getting some new money there, Brady Quinn. Uh, the L.A. Rams and their Super Bowl champion quarterback, Matt Stafford, uh, they have uh, redone. It's now he gets the extension done. It's the four years, $160 million variety, $135 million of that is guaranteed. And in talking to some people, I heard they were going to make it all fully guaranteed had he not thrown that woman off the stage at the parade. <laughs> So I don't that know if you saw that re- as well, a, too. That's a reckless allegation. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? I listen, that's anyone just what who I heard. Watched, anyone who watched what happened, okay. he was I just... nowhere near <laughs> touching the woman. Um, now, that was more of the problem, because after she fell, he was right. nowhere near very, very good. close to the woman. Um, <laughs> hopefully some of that money goes to a good cause. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, like he, he won a Super Bowl. He got there in one year's time. And won a Super Bowl. And, you know, you look at what else is happening in the NFL right now. Everyone's trying to utilize the leverage that they have. You know, Aaron Rodgers utilized two back-to-back MVP seasons to get the contract he got. Deshaun Watson, because he knew he was no longer going to play for the Houston Texans. And, you know, the, the criminal cases got dropped. Say what you want. He utilized that leverage than to work with a market of four, maybe five teams. Maybe there was more who were interested in his services. And his agent, you know, did what he did what you do. 
you know, you go around every single opportunity and you go, yeah, all right, you know, what, what are you willing to offer? What are you willing to offer? And the Texans obviously felt comfortable with the trade compensation, but it then became, how can we sweeten the pot? And for the LA Rams, they've sweetened the pot for Matt Stafford, not because he was, you know, ever thinking of leaving, but because they just won a Super Bowl. And, and they wanted to make sure that he was paid and compensated, you know, basically what his market value is, and, and awarded for that. And then moving forward, I think it helps their cap structure as well, which is, you know, usually how these things work out. And, and here's what's happening if you, if you notice in the NFL. And this used to be the case uh, probably when I first started getting into the league, but early 2000s. What happened with quarterback contracts is – you became the mortgage company. You became the lender, if you will, for NFL organizations. Because when you had a franchise quarterback you believed in, they would just restructure your contract. It's, it's why when Patrick Mahomes did his deal, people were like, well, who gets surpassed? Or, you know, that deal's not going you know, you know, to you know, stand up the test of time because more guys are going to start doing their deals. He's going to get surpassed with his average annual salary of guarantees. Yes, yeah, so what? Because when the Kansas City Chiefs want to change their cap structure, they come to Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> they pay him a gigantic signing bonus, and restructure his deal. They don't have to worry about him ever getting close to, to free agency again. And, and that's more of what you're seeing happen right now, is teams are using their quarterback as that lender, as the bank, to create more cap space. And the reason why I say this is happening now is it, it's always existed to a degree, but what became the in vogue thing to do was, hey, if we're not sure about a guy, don't worry about investing in him. Just draft a guy. Go draft another guy. You know, because it's really all about building around that quarterback on his rookie deal. That, that's what everyone will lie and tell you. Yeah. That formula very rarely works. It worked with Russell Wilson. That, that was all right? how long ago? I mean- yeah. It, it worked with Patrick Mahomes. It, it, you know, Joe Burrow got to a Super Bowl. But the reality is eventually you got to pay the guy. And so you might as well agree to some ridiculous mega deal or whatever kind of deal you want, but you're going to restructure and that guy's going to stay your quarterback for the duration of his career if you really, if you really think he's the guy. And so that's more of what we're seeing right now in the NFL, and every quarterback is using what leverage they have to get that deal and get that new money. And by the way, there's a sense that the cap's going to jump in 2023. And so they want to make sure that these quarterbacks you know, aren't trying to utilize the leverage that they have next year. I mean, in the NFC, just by, the, by way of the fact that they've got a top three quarterback, the Rams are going to have a good shot at, at making another run next year. Just be, I mean, if you're just like looking at the NFC right now, it's Rodgers, it's, it's Brady, it's Stafford. And I, like, I just I feel like they're in a spot to where it's like, okay, I mean – yeah, maybe we don't have the the youngest guy in the world, but we did just win a Super Bowl. He played uh, – it was a little bit up and down. Even though he was forced uh, – we were forced to hear about Matt Stafford as MVP all throughout uh, the offseason and into last season. I just think if you're the Rams, you look around and go – in this conference, we're going to be a playoff team. Um, we don't know what the Niners are going to have in, in Trey Lance. Um, we don't know what their situation is going to be like next year. We don't know what Seattle is going to look like. And Arizona, based on this odd offseason with, uh, w- w- uh, with Kyler Murray, we're not sure. that I just think the Rams look at this and go, we're at least in a good spot with a top three quarterback in the conference to try and make another run at this thing. The likelihood they win it again, obviously a long shot. Repeating is really tough in the NFL, as we've seen over the previous uh, how many years.
players, but I just think the Rams are in a spot right now to where you got the guy, he's a top three quarterback in the conference, you're going to be a playoff team, now you just wait and see if health and everything else goes your way and you can get a couple of uh, breaks here or there. I, they're in a good spot to me. They're in a great spot. I mean, it's, as you said, Bucks and Packers, that's pretty much it. In the NFC, I mean, it, it maybe Baker Mayfield, if he goes somewhere in the NFC, Saints, uh, Seattle, you know, he, he changes how that looks. But you know, I think if you're the 49ers, there's a lot of anticipation of what Trey Lance will be or will not be. But I, I think you got to see it in order to feel comfortable with where he'll be. I, mean, I, I just I, I look I look at, you know, with what's happening in the landscape, of the NFL, because people will come up all the time to be like, man. Don't you wish you were still playing or you were born later so you could come into a league that's paying out money like this? And you go, well, I, I guess, but, like, how, how can I control that? Like, uh, you know, people ask you, oh, isn't this crazy money? It's like, well, not really. The NFL is the best professional sports league in the world. Yes. And I know soccer fans will try to, you know, dispute that. Oh, okay. I, I don't care, all right? Our ratings are better. Sorry. Yeah. But, but the truth is, is these players should be getting compensated this way. This, this league should be, with the money they make, the exposure they have, they should be getting this sort of money. So I, I don't look at it and you know, think that you want it jealous or anything else. It's, it's, this is the reality of what this league should be making and what some of these players should be making for what they bring in. With the partnerships with uh, the networks, the gambling, the fantasy football, the streaming, all the other things. I mean, look, former quarterbacks who are broadcasters who aren't even good at their job, like Tony Romo, are getting, what, $17, $18 million a year? Like, what do you think an actual quarterback is going to get? I mean, just, just look around. The price of gas is going up. Uh, and, and by the way, it's not going down anytime soon uh, from, from uh, people that I've talked to. Uh, it's apparently not going down uh, anytime soon. I just Hold saw for a second. 640 just a gallon. a great, great point. Okay? Yeah. All right. What's that? Would you rather tune in? To watch Baker Mayfield, who's making $18 million a year, play football, or Troy Aikman or Tony Romo, who's making about the same amount calling a game. Ooh, okay. That's um, now, does it have to be Troy Aikman and Tony no, no, no. Romo? It's, I said, or. Okay, in order. Because they're both making ballpark around that figure. Okay. So um, here, here is my order, because it's actually uh, a four levels of the order. All right, so number one, I'd rather watch Baker Mayfield play football because I, I want to see Baker Mayfield on $18 million uh, with a point to prove next year. So that would be number one. Number two would be Troy Aikman calling games because I like Troy Aikman. Uh, he was phenomenal here at Fox and, and I'm curious to see how that new look uh, Monday Night Football goes. So that's number two. Now fourth on the list would be Tony Romo. All right, He would be fourth uh, and and third on the list would be uh, watching um, you know pick any player uh, you name it fart into a cup uh, for three hours because I would rather sit and listen to that than hear Tony Romo uh, call out wrong plays uh, and then uh, shout over Jim Nance because he's trying to cover up his mistake. So I'm going to put him fourth behind the guy uh, farting in a cup uh, and then also behind Troy Aikman and Baker Mayfield. That's my top four. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you kind of got to confuse. It was a woman who was doing this. All right. She was putting like no, flowers. No, that's not. That's not. No, I know. I know exactly who that was. Uh, but no, I'm okay. just. Yeah, they're just. You know, point. unless you're thinking of Piero Manzini, who was uh, <laughs> I think was the Italian artist who used to. Um, 
you know, poop in a can, seal it, and then sell it as art. I'm not. Or unless you're talking about him. I'm not really sure uh, what that is. That sounds like. Uh, isn't that just fertilizer? Like, isn't that just like when you're buying fertilizer? That's what it I is. I don't right? know, but I think you can buy uh, like little statues of it. As well as like the tin cans with it still sealed and inside. Yeah, you, you can literally. I think his name is Piero Manzini or something like that. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Irish guy. That is no. fertilizer. Thank you, uh, thank you, Ben. Uh, ben Scully chiming in here uh, on the Blowtorch AM five seventy LA Sports, uh, where many of our uh, our listening audience is enjoying uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here as they Manz- wake up. I think it's Piero Manzoni. Yeah. Irish. Yeah, so it is. Yeah. Um, um, not really. Not, not even close, huh? Nope. Uh, by the way, if you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company, and that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. All right. Uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming up next here, uh, we have got a uh, nether signing in the NFL. Uh, this one could change the landscape of something very, very popular that many of you are interested in and involved in it's yours next here on fsr <laughs> it's just so irritating <laughs> uh, all right uh coming up uh, 12 minutes from now we are going to have another edition of the bq news so stick around for that here uh, on fox sports radio uh, if cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads and you need indeed because indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract screen and interview candidates all from one place find your next great hire visiting indeed.com slash credit um so uh listen this is huge huge Huge. Now, I don't know. Are you a, a big TikTok guy uh, there, Brady? Are you uh, no, big I'm on not, TikTok? No, I right, never really have been. I don't really understand it, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm old. It's, so. uh, you know, it's people who uh, stand uh, in public and uh, do uh, dance videos um, and, and think that it looks cool on camera when um, anybody surrounding the camera on the outside looks at you and goes, what are you doing, man? Are you like a mime? Uh, are you like some uh, some drunk looking to make, a, you know, some scratch uh, with a little cup in front of you? out in front of a shopping mall somewhere but apparently it's a big thing uh, I've never uh, you know not big on the uh, TikTok either I don't uh, I, I don't even understand how it works or why anybody would want to do that um, but um, I guess TikTok is going to be moving its headquarters to Kansas City because uh, Juju Smith-Schuster and Jackson Mahomes are on a collision course for, <laughs> for TikTok supremacy. Uh, this is going to be bananas here. Uh, at some point or another, this is going to come to a head. I don't know who you got in the TikTok off. Uh, be careful how you say that. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, we, we're good. We are good. Uh, <laughs> this, we, we are good. Uh, I don't know uh, how, uh, how this is going to play out, but uh, uh, Juju versus Jackson, all TikTok, all the time in Kansas City. How about it? Who's in? Um, it's it's definitely not for me. But <laughs> it, it, I, I am curious to see who ends up winning the, the battle of this one. Um, it was rumored that Patrick Mahomes maybe said something to Jackson Mahomes this offseason that he needs to calm down with, with all of these yeah. videos. I wonder if I'll have the same conversation with Juju. Um, But he should calm down because it's an incentive-laden contract he signed. It's a one-year deal, one-year prove-a-deal. And it's really about, I think, one, trying to win a Super Bowl. He's a great addition to what they already have there with Tyreek Hill and and Travis Kelsey and Miko Hardman. Um, But it's it's also not the amount of money I think he thought he was going to make. I remember him signing back in Pittsburgh this past offseason. Yeah. He thought he was going to be able to, you know, couple that into a bigger contract. Well, it's going the other way. You know, now he's getting uh, – it's not league minimum, but it's getting closer to that. And I, I think the tick and the distractions and 
all that stuff ends up making it harder for a team to want to sign him, even though he has shown ability, but he's been banged up. He's had injuries. And on top of that, people don't know how much he loves football or he loves the things that surround you in football. And, and that's really what this comes down to is an opportunity now to prove that, you know, he is legit. He is going to be a big portion of this team trying to get back and winning another Super Bowl. Uh, and it was, I think it was last year, didn't he say that uh, he turned down more money elsewhere? Uh, he, he was reportedly going to get more money elsewhere, but he wanted to come back to Pittsburgh. And it's like, okay, dude, like, wh- what are we talking about here? Who, who, who would do that? Or did he think, let me do, come back to Pittsburgh on a one-year deal and I can, you know, strike it big the next off? It just... It to your point, it just feels like it's gone completely the opposite direction. And I think the thought there was they just assumed when Antonio Brown left that he was going to take over like they've seen so many times before when a receiver walks, like a Mike Wallace or a Plaxico Burris or whoever, there was always somebody that stepped right in. And Juju just never did it. Like, same thing with James Conner. They just assumed he was going to step right in uh, for Le'Veon Bell when he left. And those two guys just never turned out to be what they expected him to be once the, the guys before them walked and, and went elsewhere. The, the tougher thing about Connor is he did have his moments, but it was more of a product to me in their offensive line. You know, Le'Veon Bell left at the right time. He was looking for more money maybe because he knew what was happening in front of him. He's like, man, y'all don't understand how bad this offensive <laughs> line is going to get. I need to be compensated for taking these hits uh, and carrying the ball this much. But I, I digress. With, with Juju, that might have been what the Pittsburgh Steelers were thinking. The truth is, too, and, and maybe from his perspective, like he was hoping for that opportunity to be the guy, to be number one. Wide receivers start to realize then, like, you better be special. You, know, you better have – Un- ungodly amount of speed you better be a precise route runner great hands um, or have ridiculous size and be able to make that contested catch because you know you get these dbs coming to the league and based on at least the 40 times we had this year at the combine everyone's getting faster and faster and faster and, and if you you know over the period of your career can't keep pace with that you're gonna have some problems and i think that's been one of the issues for him is is he's not the biggest guy He's not the fastest. So, you know, when you start suffering injuries and that's only going to slow you down to a degree, at the end of the day, what really are you? And as a wide receiver, you better be able to perfect your craft, your route running, you know, your ability to know kind of the, the, you know, kind of timing and, and chemistry that you need to have with your, your quarterback to find the windows of the defense, to be where you need to be or, or where the ball is going to be. And there's all those sorts of other things because – he doesn't have the speed to dictate where that quarterback either needs to change his drop or where he needs to put the football. You know, he doesn't have that sort of size where when Calvin Johnson was playing in Detroit with Matt Stafford, Stafford could just throw the ball to a spot. <laughs> Literally. If you go back and watch tape of the Lions offense, when Calvin Johnson was running an 18 yard in cut, he dropped back, hitch, throw it to a spot. It'd be about, you know, two to four yards outside or excuse me, you know, outside of the inside edge of the numbers, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and then that would be the spot every single time. And he, he would just roll his in cut right to that spot, jump up, go make the catch. Because he was so big, no one else could get to that spot. No one else could stop that. You know, that's, that, those are the rarities that you have when you have a, a wide receiver like that. You as a quarterback change the way you throw. You're going to change the way you play to adapt to that because no one else can cover that or stop that. There's nothing that Juju Smith-Schuster does that – 
you know, is, is unique in this league right now. And I, and I think that's what he's trying to get back to and trying to prove that there is something about him that makes him one of the best. You mentioned the, uh, the Steelers offensive line that started to deteriorate, um, you know, uh, before we get to break, uh, should be noted. Uh, apparently the Bengals have identified that offensive line was the priority this offseason because they've made some moves. You think? Yeah, yeah. they've, <laughs> they've Ted decided. Karras, Alex Kappa, Lyle Collins. Hey, man, uh, look, I, they, uh, they spotted it. They said, yeah, we don't like the fact that uh, Joe Burrow is the most sack quarterback in the NFL, although you did point out he did hold on to the ball a little bit too long uh, at times, but uh, they have uh, drastically improved that offensive line. So, you know, Cincinnati seems on like... Paper. Uh, yeah. On paper. Yeah. yeah. Because even that group, if he holds on to the football too long, they're, they're going to give up some sacks. So it has to be twofold. It has to be what they're doing up front, and they got to figure out ways of getting the ball out of, out of his hand quicker. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. want to let you know we are brought to you by the Dollar Shave Club, and the Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. All right, coming up next, It is the BQ News. It's yours as we put a bow on this bad boy right here on FSR. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. We are going to have the BQ News coming up here momentarily. If you missed any of today's show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. It'll be up after we go off the air as we are brought to you by Indeed. Hiring, heating up. Indeed's hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place. Sponsor a post and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates on Indeed whose resumes match your job description. Visit Indeed.com. Slash credit. News. Turn on the news. Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Brady Quinn. Yeah. Yay. Let's go ahead and start Come off on. in uh, old Santa Barbara, California, yeah. where a Chick-fil-A has Ventura become County. a quote-unquote public nuisance. Yeah, that's right. Um, the city council actually had to do a study because traffic has gotten so bad. It's so backed up. That uh, basically, this one lane, this one lane for the drive-through that it's blocks a new public roadway, it's a, not a drive-in lane. Yeah, it blocks it for up to ninety minutes on weekdays. That's how busy and successful this Chick-fil-A is. But they're now trying to figure out a solution. But they're calling it a public nuisance. Uh, I'm People gotta eat. I uh, mean, we see I that with Chick-fil-A. we see that with In and Out a lot too, though. Oh God! I mean, their lines are long. They're epically it's long. It's cr- crazy to where yeah. you, like people are like it's no longer you can get through a drive-through it at In and Out fast. It's no longer In and Out. It's you get they have to take your order at the car like yeah. five or ten down the yeah. way. Like, well, yeah. Chick Fil A is on that now too, and they do it with oh, two yeah. lanes and merge you into one. So but, I, I mean, mean, there's there's a couple Chick Fil A. Uh, in and out, they're doing they're doing they're doing real good. They're doing some real good business. Might yeah. have to drop a dime on them. Yeah, let me tell you Might something. Have to drop uh, a dime. Well, I don't like that. All right, you you want to fix the uh, the traffic issues in Santa Barbara? Why don't you fix the freeway? Get that figured out. I just I went to Santa Barbara about a month ago, and it, it took way longer than it should have, uh, based on uh, you know the inability to get the freeways fixed in time. Well, PCH is kind of like that too. Like uh, there's co- always 
road construction. Mm. Like, what is Always. there not? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What a tough, tough world you guys yeah, I'm what telling what you, else? man. Let's, you know, man. What else you Let's move back across the country yeah, to Florida where a man was crushed to death by a bulldozer while using the porta potty. Oh, no. Yeah. That, that yeah. is unfortunate. That now, depresses me. Did they actually. say he left family behind? Was he married? Did he have kids? There is no details about the individual that was crushed. Jesus. Um, the only thing they could say is he was working, obviously, I guess as a spotter at this particular site. Um, and, again, the, the person operating the bulldozer, it was on uh, a landfill. Uh, they had no idea the porta potty was there. And uh, clearly this wasn't, you know, it, oh, man. it wasn't meant to happen. It was an accident, however... While was using it? the porta potty, yeah, he had to was be inside, it? and yeah, the rest is his. You can really he, 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 he. it up. <laughs> I mean, that was unbelievable. If, if that's Just. the 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 eulogy that I have to deliver, he was a good man, and he went out doing what he enjoyed doing most. <sighs> like didn't, that that would be horrible. Didn't man. Elvis die in the toilet? I think he did. I mean, I heard he didn't die yet, so I don't know. If oh, that's what true. You're talking about. That's true. Shame on you. You're right. That's uh, true. I did. Justice I did hear trying that. Trying to kill off everyone these days. I'm not. No, no, first of all, yeah, he went at Mike Shashevsky earlier. R- R- Roberto yeah. just played a toilet flushing. All right, like that's that's the classiest thing that's ever been done here. I just I, don't understand how you don't see a porter potty from a bulldozer. I, yeah. I mean, that one just that one just. I'm I'm a little bit you know kind of mystified by that one. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't it kind of bums me out actually. Like I'm a little. Uh, I don't know how that works. Now. How do you uh, not see the porter potty? But, but look, know. we've got a plenty of time right now. Okay. Just. We have plenty of time. Yeah. Well, I'm just you know it is. Uh, any business to take care any, of. Any. Uh, I mean, well, like look, I mean, uh, if you want to look good. And, uh, you know, speaking of uh, being able to see things, Braden, I'm glad you brought it up. The Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. Yeah. There was a very natural way you wore that in there. Well done. Very natural. A lot of lubricants during the show today. A lot of, uh, (laughs) was it really? Yeah. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. Open up a factory in Cleveland Um, at this point. When's the last time you guys used a porta potty? Uh, I'll say this much. I mean, for number one, I don't know, but never number two. Yeah, never number two. I got to believe it's got to have been a, a couple years back. It's got to have been a few years. I remember it, too, because it was just really just 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 had to happen. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, I just oh, had to. Mean? Just, I mean, it was either that or a, a soda bottle or like a Gatorade <laughs> bottle or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> <laughs>